the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You know you're not supposed to judge others. Bible tells us so, right? But uh, <laughs> Yeah, it usually tells us not to do stuff that we all do regularly, yeah, right? <laughs> sometimes we mess up. So they yep. ask people what they secretly judge people for. And Kev, you want to take a guess? What one of the top ones? What do we judge people for? Uh, their appearance, how they dress, how they present themselves. Yeah, I think that, you know what? That didn't make the top list. It makes sense, though. Um, okay, so here are the things that, that this survey showed. How kids behave and parenting choices. What parts of our lives we choose to put on social media. We judge people who use speakerphones for music or conversations in public places. <laughs> we judge how people treat waiters, waitresses, and cashiers. And finally, we judge people, and I have guilty of this, who don't like animals. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, that's just wrong. What? That's There's just wrong. something wrong with you. How can you not like dogs? But that's just, you know, that's the, you were not supposed to judge at all, but those are the top ones that we're guilty of. Okay, I'll, fast, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I totally, I will judge you hard for this. If you're one of those people that pulls up in front of the grocery store and parks in the fire lane because, you know, you and your family are too good to get a mm. parking spot and walk in, yeah. and then you sit there for like a half an hour, Mm-mm, and no. not returning grocery carts to where they belong got made the top list too. Well, the fire lane thing—we talked about the fire lane thing before—and a, a fireman called in and he's like, "Those lanes are there in case there's an emergency." Mm-hmm. Well, I'm done. If they came along, I'd move. And the firemen are like, "That's not the point. The point is it should stay clear." So that's my that's my pet peeve. Am I wrong? Am I? T- <laughs> if you're if, well, wait. If you're judged based on what you judge people for. Right, Jesus said that you're going to be judged by the measure which, which, with which you judge, and I never do that. Then I'm okay for being judged for that. <laughs> I have a multitude of other things that I have problems with, but but that one I'm I'm good with. Hey, coming up in just a minute, where are you going on vacation next time you travel? Where are you going on vacation next time you travel? More than half of Americans plan on heading to a destination that's on their bucket list for the first their first post-pandemic trip. Mm. We're talking dream vacations they would not have considered before the pandemic. Top locations include uh, landmarks like the Grand Canyon, the Eiffel mm. Tower, Niagara nice. Falls, Statue of Liberty, the Coliseum in Rome, and the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, But this is interesting. Close to 60% of people surveyed don't feel comfortable traveling outside the USA yet. Really? They're not ready yet. I mean, a lot of countries aren't ready for us yet. Mm -hmm. But the ones that do, (laughs) you could get stuck in quarantine. A lot of them never have been and never will be. (laughs) Not ready for all that American (laughs) to come in. So a lot of people finally getting out and about all those vacations that we've been dreaming of taking for like the last year or so. We can finally take them. So are you guys going somewhere cool this summer? We'd love to hear about it. Give us a call. Hey, Jackie, we're talking about vacations. You got somewhere you're going this summer? Yes, and I'm super excited. My family, we're taking a huge trip to Jamaica. That's where my family's from, and my uncle's getting married. So we are going to be on the beach. 
celebrating uh, marriage, so I'm super excited. On the beach in Jamaica, nice. So excited for you guys. Have a blast. I'm just going to relax. No school, so I'm excited. How about you? Got a fun trip planned? We'd love to hear about it. So we're talking about vacations, heading out finally, right? We get to travel again, which is so great. We're going to the exotic vacation wonderland of Baltimore. <laughs> Trying to go see your dad, right? Over the July weekend. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, we're going going back to, we call it the old country. Going back to the old <laughs> country. But uh, my friend AJ, you guys heard me talk about him before. He's the uh, triathlete that I ride bikes with on the weekend sometimes. Well, I haven't been able to ride with him in probably about a month and a half because... Um, He's been off on quite the adventure. Now, during the lockdown and everything being shut down, he moved in with his parents. He lived at home and he works for a big tech company, huge tech company. So he was living at home, paying no rent, like no bills and just banking, stockpiling money, all the money. So AJ is taking the great triathlon tour about three weeks ago. He was in California for about a week and a half doing a triathlon there, left California to go to Hawaii, nice. where he did a triathlon there and he left Hawaii and went directly to Alaska, oh, man. where he's doing That's a triathlon on there. So, wow, what a trip. AJ's living the life that we all wish we could live. How did it, did it take it for a, us. Um, I can't believe this word still exists in 2021, but I know a friend who did one of these. Is he taking a sabbatical from work or is he able to work what? from these destinations? I really didn't get to talk to him before he left, but I'm imagining with him because he's he's a tech guy. That's what mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a, I would think he's working from there. Yeah. So he's, you know, working in the morning, then yeah. going for a run along the beach in Hawaii. That's like <laughs> and then my finishing up his work day. And, yeah. My neighbors, they can work from anywhere. Their boss said, You're never coming back to your offices. They don't work at the same company. And they loaded up their little kids. They've got a first and second grader and they're driving across the country in a motorhome. Great. I mean you hear about people like that, but you mm-hmm. never expect they're gonna live in like AJ lives around the corner from me. Yeah, these are we my go next to, door we go neighbors. To church with his parents. That's how uh-huh. we got hooked up. But here he is off living this awesome life. Yeah. Glenn and I are so weird. Like, we wanted to watch the motorhome pull out and wave. We kept, like, I kept, I was making pancakes on Saturday. I kept running to the door thinking, they're leaving now. We want to wave. Yeah. Tracy, it's such a big deal. My wife said to me, I was like, man, look at where AJ is. California, Hawaii. Now he's off to Alaska. He's doing these triathlons. She's like, you're not jealous, are you? And I went, Oh, no. <laughs> I want to be right Not here at all. in Not our a, suburban life. Not a bit. <laughs> walking the dogs. <laughs> so I'd say in this, um, you know, in the world we're living in where things are opening up and we're all getting out and about more, more and more, which is great. It, it, take pack your patience and a little bit of humor wherever you go. And um, my son yesterday he had a doctor's appointment, he had a little ear thing going on. So made an appointment at the doctor and he knew ahead of time that this doctor's office still has the wait outside policy. We'll call you because they don't want the waiting room full of people. We'll call you when to come in. So Which he, I kind of love. I hope it stays like that forever. Yeah, it is kind of nice. He he knew that was the policy. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting outside waiting and he watches person after person go up to the doors. They're locked. And he said, and they shake the doors like, like, why aren't these doors open? And he the lady called him and said, uh, you, he checked in and she mm-hmm. said, okay, can you hang on a minute? And he saw her walk to the front door and she's like, read the sign. <laughs> And the person doesn't read the sign. They go, no, I'm here for my appointment. She's like, right, read the sign. And the sign says, 
wait mm-hmm. in your car, like apparently they were told before they even got there, you yeah. know, online or on the phone, however they made their appointment. And the people would argue and go, but no, I'm here. <laughs> and she'd go, I'm sorry, you have to wait for us to call you. And she would walk away and you could see them pulling on the door. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. And he said wow. it didn't happen just once or twice, but like person after person after person uh. was coming up and like they could, could not believe that they had to wait outside and we're shaking on the doors like something magical was going to happen by the way the first time i went back to (laughs) because remember i had all that dental surgery and the first time i went back to both the surgeon and my regular dentist they did um temperature and oximeter on my finger to make sure my oxygen levels were safe so when you talk to kyle see if they're still doing that i'm just kind of curious to know how long that's going to stick around but the whole weight in the car thing to me is kind of relaxing. If like, I don't have to sit in a, a, a 24-hour Medicare center yeah, or whatever or when I got a cold with everybody else. Spread, yeah. yeah, Coughing up a lung. Yeah, I'm, I love I'm all for in the it. Car. Absolutely. But the bottom line is, as we're all moving into re-entry, patience, good sense of humor, that's going to take us a long way. When I say this statement, do you think positive or negative thoughts? Your child went viral on TikTok. Coming up, the young man who went viral for the best reason. Okay, when I say this sentence, do you think positive or negative thoughts? Hey, your child went viral on TikTok. Yeah, well, we have four kids, so it depends on the kid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thankfully, this college student from Florida went viral for the best reason. A bystander caught him on video giving some of his belongings to a homeless man. He's one of the good ones. The man was holding a sign that read, Anything helps, God bless. So Jabari Richardson gave the stuff he had in his trunk that he was going to sell all to this man. Hmm. He said his mom always taught him that there are a lot of people in need, and if he has shoes on his feet and clothes on his back, he shouldn't take that for granted. The video has already received over 4 million views. I bet. Wow, way to go. I love that story you just shared about the young man who gave all his stuff that he was going to sell. It was in his trunk to a homeless guy. And if somebody captured it on video, it went viral and stuff. So what, what stories do you have, maybe of your kids, or maybe just somebody you know that's really kind like that? It doesn't surprise you when you hear that so-and-so did something like that. Why don't we brag on some of our friends and our uh, family members that are just giving, that are just kind like that. Give us a call. Hey, Scott, it's Kevin and Taylor, and we're talking about those people that, uh, you know, just do random acts of kindness. It's just who they are. Do you know someone like that you wanted to uh, tell us about? One person that has inspired me to give even little things is you, Kevin. So uh-huh. Yeah, fast food restaurant gift cards to uh, give to homeless people. But, uh, yeah, so you inspired me, and I do that now. I carry the, I buy little gift cards, and I carry them, so when I see people, you know, I just try to bless them. Oh, that's cool. Well, and you know who well, inspired well, me to do that was my mom, because my mom worked for Baltimore City, and when she would go, she would, she was a light post inspector. I kid you not. If someone called and said we're having trouble with our light post, she would have to go out and look and verify before they sent a crew out to fix it. But you can imagine she would run into people all the time, and she would buy all these homeless people that she'd go and buy them lunch. She wouldn't give them money, but she'd be like, well, I'll go and buy you lunch if you want it. I've never heard this story in all the years that we've been friends. I had no idea your mom did that. That's awesome. Sure did. Wow. And the thing about it is, it's kind of amazing how when you bless somebody with that one thing, the smile it puts on their face, 
place or, you know, they probably haven't had something to eat in a while or yeah. whatever. And it just, the joy that it sees for them just to receive that little thing and the things we take for granted, you know, it kind of makes you appreciate what you have. And Sure does. Hey, it's Kevin and Taylor. So your daughter, Jada, is one of those people that goes over and above to love and serve others? She's the one who just goes over and above. My name is Millicent. And oh, Jada cool. just so much loves to give money. I mean, even like at stoplight, sometimes when I feel that it's unsafe. But the other day, she went into Chick-fil-A with just a little money uh, to buy herself a lunch. And when in, she made eye contact with a lady who was just sitting there and the lady asked her just would you buy me a shake and jada gave the last of her money by her kids meal and bought her a shake and uh she's just very kind and generous like that Uh, that must make your heart so happy she inspires me definitely it makes a parent proud your your parents are working so hard to raise such great kids i love it and you know what really gets me cab because i i'll admit i'm good at writing the check I'm good at dropping that loose change into the red bucket, that kind of stuff. Every organization but, <laughs> listening right now is going good. good yeah, <laughs> I thank that. God that's needed. But <laughs> I, what I, what blows me away is the people that completely invest their entire lives in other people, like my niece and her husband who are foster parents, or my friend Pam Parrish, who has adopted seven daughters mm. who were aging out of the foster care system. Wow. I mean, that's like the roll up your sleeves, get your hands dirty, and you're in it for life. Yeah. The long haul. And that's just so impressive to me. And you know it only comes from a calling. It's 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 from their the love that Christ has shown them. And then it, it comes to fruition with how they love others. I was just reading about that this morning, that uh, what seems impossible for us, God will give you the grace to mm. do. And if it turns out to be impossible... That wasn't what God wanted you to do, <laughs> because he'll give you the grace sufficient to be able to pull it off beyond your own, you know, where you end and he begins. This neighborhood is having trouble with a cat burglar. Oh, and I mean a real life cat that keeps stealing <laughs> items from families. Kate lives in Beaverton, Oregon, and she put up a sign outing her cat. Esme has been stealing various clothing items like gloves, face masks, knee pads, even tools. So the sign reads, my cat is a thief. Please take these items back if they are yours. And uh, when Esme, the cat, finds a new item, she cries at the back door for Katie to come see what she found. Like, she's so proud. Like, look what I brought you. And she cries until she comes out. Is she proud or she's like, come on, I'm going to get caught. Let me in. No, she's proud. <laughs> at least she's bringing her inanimate objects, if you know what mm, I mean, about yeah. cats. Yeah. I've been there with cats before. That's so funny, that story about the cat burglar, the thief that's stealing <laughs> yes. all these items. I have a thief in my neighborhood and this is the first time I, I think I've had something like this stolen from me. I'm not mm. too happy about it. I'll tell you what's going on next. So have you ever had anything stolen from you? One time we had someone smash the window of our car and take a camera. Oh, Remember cameras? That's a terrible feeling. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. It was right across from the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. but um, <laughs> The city of brotherly love. <laughs> that's where it happened. Possibly the most misnamed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about bur- you know, things being stolen from you because of this cat burglar that's just like terrorizing this neighborhood. Well, I had something happen to me. I, you know, I moved into a house recently after living in the same house for years and years and years. And I have a love hate relationship with plants, but I'm really trying to keep plants alive. 
And I foolishly bought more plants to keep alive because I kind of outdoor or indoor outdoor two pots that my sister gave me for years ago for my birthday. And I had let the stuff inside the pot die. And so I replanted them. And I was so thrilled because I did patriotic planters. And my neighbor taught me you've got to have a thriller, a filler and a spiller when you do a pot. I had no idea. When you do a potted plant, did you know this? No, but it thriller, makes sense now. A filler, I get it. Yeah. and a spiller. You don't have to explain. I get so it. I was yeah. super proud of myself. At first, I only bought the thriller and the spiller. The thriller was red, okay. and the spillers were these pretty little white flowers so that hang a over the blue filler. Yes, and I found. I googled it, and I found. A, uh, a flower called Blew My Mind, as in B-L-U-E. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. And I got them looking so great. And they I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so proud. I have a green thumb. And they were just looking so beautiful. <laughs> I am and, Farmer Ted. <laughs> yes. And my husband's been working from home. And I come home and I went, <gasps> someone hacked off the top of my red thriller. He's like, What? I said, someone just took a, a garden shears and hacked it off. It's all gone. I bet you it was one of the workers at the house. They accidentally bumped into it, and they're, they're not fessing up. I can't find the evidence. And then all of a sudden, it realized, oh, this was a deer that ate. Came and ate your... Ate my thriller. is gone. It's just destroyed. I was so proud. My sister was born on the 4th of July. She's coming to visit, and I was so excited about her seeing my patriotic... Pots, uh-huh. potted plants. When she arrives, you'd be like, "See, this is an honor of your birthday." So now I got to decide if I suck it up and mm. buy a new thriller. You got to put something around to keep the deer away. Then I know someone told me there's stuff called um, deer repellent. Mm-hmm. Is that all? The only my only option? I don't know. I, uh, I guess I don't know. But I do like that you. Your first thought was blame the poor worker. <laughs> wow. Well, I couldn't. It my was brain. Them. I know it. No, because I had watched one of them arrive on the ring doorbell while I was at work, and I, was, I thought, well, maybe his tool belt like just like like sliced it off. So you thought it was inadvertent? Yeah, not on purpose. Not, not on purpose. And then I thought I they see. hid the top of the plant. Like, but after ooh. doing it, you thought. <laughs> I know. I didn't say. I wow. said I can't find any it's an evidence. Elaborate crime here. <laughs> this poor guy. And it, it's deer. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna love us checking in with our producer Griffin today. We do it every day. Yep. And uh, he's got a wife, Sarah, and two kids—a five-year-old and a four-year-old. And today we get to have his wife on the show Ooh, because no she interviewed the five-year-old and the four-year-old about Griffin in honor of Father's Day. It's <laughs> great. Cannot wait to hear what All they right. said. They're so cute. Coming up next. So, Griff, we cannot wait to hear the audio that you brought in for us today. Set it up for us. What, what, what are we going to hear? Yeah, my wife, with Father's Day coming up, decided, we've done this in years past, asked my kids you know, some questions about me to see kind of what they understand about their dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's how it went. How old is Daddy? 20. If Daddy could buy anything in the world, what would he buy? Hats. Hats, yeah. <laughs> Daddy makes you laugh when he... Makes his Picks his nose. Is this a problem, Drew? Chronic thing. I I didn't know other people noticed. (laughs) You thought you could sneak a pick. Kids notice everything. Kids notice. Kids notice everything, dude. Oh, they are so cute. That's so funny that they know. They think you're only twenty. Twenty. And I like to buy hats. That you heard, for sure you could, is for true. My daughter Eloise was in the background. She shouted, toys! Toys, right. Oh, she wanted toys. Yeah. Funny. Because well, you are probably always, you've mentioned that before. Like, you give in to them in the store and buy them what they want, right? 
<laughs> You're Am making right? me sound like a terrible dad. <laughs> no. Um, well, better I just need time in. for Father's Day. Well, you do. You've mentioned I've that. I bribe for, them. Right. You've <laughs> mentioned that before. Process. I'm not outing you. A I mean, you've, the, you've done this before. I buy them toys. I'm their dad. I buy them toys sometimes. Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> I don't like to do it necessarily. And Eloise is mine. You love it. Dad yeah. loves buying. He loves buying us stuff. Uh, do you guys? Do either of you know what your family has planned for you for Father's Day? I do not. I know we're going to a game. Um, That's cool. I know that. Um, and Tracy mentioned getting a ribeye, like grilling a ribeye. Ooh. Uh, other, Sounds like other than that, I do not know. How about you, Griff? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I've said this before, though. Father's Day is not the day where dad gets to do what dad wants to do. Father's Day is the day that dad has to sit there passively and have inflicted on him what his family wants him to do. You just described Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) So there. It's like you wake up, all you want to do is, like, go to the bathroom and get something to eat, and they're like, no, no, no! Stay in bed. <laughs> but I really got to go. No, you just stay in bed. We're bringing you burnt toast if you right. like it or not. <laughs> on, a, on a very, like, uh, unbalanced track. <laughs> so you'll probably spill it all over yourself, and it's because we love you. <laughs> hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Do you know someone looking for work? A dad in Michigan landed his dream job, all thanks to his daughter's tweets. Rebecca Mix wrote in a tweet that her dad lost his job due to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And she said, Dad, can I help you with your resume? And so they started working on it. And she asked him, where do you want to work, Dad? And he goes, I think Costco seems like a nice place. And she was like, aww. So she added that her dad, Jeff, works obnoxiously and he's painfully helpful. <laughs> Her dad got the job. He's hired. I don't know if those are good things. T- when you say painfully helpful, I get the idea of a guy that, that won't leave you alone. Yeah. Well, that's what kind of employee you want, though, for customer service. Uh, uh, her tweet showing his badge has been liked millions aw, of times. That is good. But have you ever had that guy help you? Or you're like... Um, Can I help you find something? Yeah, I'm looking for 60-watt light bulbs. Great. Here they are. And you're like, thank you. Now, I don't get those. Have you considered 40-watters? Nope. These are the ones I want. Let me tell you about the 40-watters. You're like, no, I'd rather you not. (laughs) Well, she's an inspiring writer, so I think she's trying to use eloquent, creative words to describe her dad. So hopefully he's not that obnoxious. If he does and you go into Costco... And he's got the name tag Jeff. <laughs> you know that's Jeff Mix, Rebecca's dad, and he's being obnoxiously helpful. Right? Imagine if he's doing the samples. Here, would you like to try some salmon pate? No, nope, rather not. No, try it. I'd rather not. No. <laughs> Seriously, try it. Aggressive Jeff. So does your workplace have anything quirky that's unique to that workplace in kind of a fun way? My wife, um, when she worked in Washington, D.C., everyone in her office building parked in the same parking garage. And for some reason, when you made this last turn before you went out of the little gated thing, there was a giant, very haphazardly placed concrete pillar, Uh like a support pillar for the whole building or something. But inevitably, it was a joke, like everyone will hit that. Whoa. Everyone will hit it. And when you, terrible. when you hit it, you signed the pole. <laughs> that was the quirky that you'd get out and you would sign. The, like the next day, you'd bring a Sharpie or whatever and you'd sign the pole. 
Well, my wife, she made it through the entire time she was working there, never hit the pole. And she was in a carpool. So everyone in the carpool had at one time or another hit the pole. She did not hit the pole. Nice. Her last day there. I had taken a job in another city. We were moving her last day there. She hit the pole. How much damage was done to her car? Oh, the whole side had a car. Oh, (laughs) man. She made it that far. That would be so frustrating. And it was frustrating, but on the other hand, it was was pretty funny. (laughs) She made it that far. It's a great story now. Right. Wasn't funny funny to State Farm, (laughs) but it was funny to us. Yes. And uh, yeah, she got out and signed it. Why couldn't someone signed have wrapped pole. that pole with bubble wrap or foam or something? Who thought, what engineer or <laughs> designer or architect that makes those buildings thought, you know what we need right here? A big old concrete pillar. <laughs> uh, I mean, just awful planning. Man, your poor wife. I've never heard of that anywhere else. Have you ever heard of that? Like, <laughs> No, that everyone hits the pole? No way. And, and not only that. But if you do, you get out and sign the pole. That's hilarious. (laughs) Like, you've got to have at least that much of a sense of humor to get out and sign the pole after you digged it with your car. Hey, does your husband help out with the chores? Coming up, a fascinating side effect of a guy who really doesn't help out much. Does your husband help with the chores at your house? There are certain things my husband leaves up to me, but he does a ton around the house, thankfully. But this is pretty wild. This new story came out. Uh, There's a fascinating side effect of guys who don't help out around the house. Really? He usually ends up having a higher income. The theory is that because he's not weighed down by cleaning, cooking, and laundry, he has more time to focus on his career. Researchers call these guys disagreeable or selfish. And for some reason, those personality traits tend to be found in guys who make more money. But I know there's some wife listening going, more time to work on his career. I'm doing laundry and cooking dinner and he's playing video games. More time time to take a nap on the couch. And by the way, if he was making all that extra money, why couldn't get his his, his wife a housekeeper and then they could both enjoy some time off together? If he's like, you know, so successful because he refuses to vacuum <laughs> or, or get a Roomba, something. <laughs> All right, ladies, I would love to hear from you right now. The story that Taylor just shared with us that research is showing that men who don't help around the house are way more successful in their careers. I know some of you are hearing that and going like, uh-uh. <laughs> that doesn't equal success. That equals laziness. What do you think when you hear that story? Are you calling like, that ain't true? No, 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 no. Would love to hear your thoughts on that. If your husband doesn't help around the house, he's more successful in his career. Anna, so I have a feeling the ladies are going to want to weigh in on this new study that we were just talking about that says that men who don't help around the house are more successful in their careers. What, what do you say about that? I don't think so. It may look like that. They, they're letting their families go. Mm. And also, too, I agree with you. If they're making that much money, they should be hiring somebody to help at home. I told you, Taylor, this is a hot button. Hot potato. So what do you think? Men who don't help around the house more successful in their careers? Hmm. Hey, Brenda, we're talking about this new study out that says that men who don't help around the house are more successful in their careers. And I have a feeling that uh, women might want to weigh in on this. What are you thinking? Well, I think the survey should have said that these men don't have any children. (laughs) And there's a couple that just go and come as they please. (laughs) And don't have any laundry. I just, I don't believe that. Julia, what are you thinking about men that don't help with the chores? I believe, 
I'm ready to go hire somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And then we can both work on our careers. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 